everybody, this is Sofia Celeste, and you are listening to the Brown and Bonita podcast. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I hope everyone's doing amazing. I've missed y'all. I've missed recording. In the last year or so, since kind of restarting the podcast and rebranding and just recording as a solo host, I'd been pretty consistent, or at least consistent for me, recording one episode a month, keeping y'all updated bringing new topics, bringing new guests and all that. And it's been so fun and I love it. And it still is fun. I, don't get me wrong. But towards the end of April and at the end of the last podcast, right at that time, I felt really burnt out with everything in my life. I needed some time to kind of just big myself up again, to take a little break, to breathe, to disconnect and reconnect as corny as that can sound and just get to a point where I feel like I wanted to do this and I felt ready to talk um and I think that's okay to do so I just wanted to to say that before I started talking about anything else so yeah let's get into some updates how have y'all been let me know oh you back with him <gasps> you got the job <laughs> oh no but updates work is work work is gratifying and I feel like I do something that is very meaningful and helpful and I'm really proud of that and that makes me feel very fulfilled at the end of every day so that's really cool April and May at the end of April and all of May <laughs> kind of kicked my ass so Mercury retrograde whooped me back and forth okay Oh my god. If anyone who is listening knows me personally, y'all know I'm a very healthy person. I don't get sick more than like once a year and when it comes it hits like a hurricane, like a thunderstorm, like a tornado, like a tsunami, like all that, right? I get everything, I feel horrible and then it's there for probably a week to two weeks and then it's gone and then I'm better. I have gotten sick three times in the last year. And two of those times were in May. And it was so bad. And like I said, every symptom, I am such a bad sick. I am not myself at all. I'm the least positive person. I just want like enrichment time. I want to be in the bed. I want my mom to be with me and to like give me all the good Peruvian foods that I need when I am at my lowest and I didn't really have that something I'm getting used to is being sick and not being with my parents but hey real adult shit you gotta take care of yourself sometimes when you're sick <laughs> and one of the things that got me through April May and now starting June hey happy June everyone happy summer is modern family I don't know about y'all, but Modern Family is one of those shows that was always on in the background for me. Same thing as New Girl. But I've watched New Girl so many times over and over that I'm not joking. I kind of needed a little break and I needed another funny kind of lighthearted show. And Modern Family is one of those shows that you can pick up at any season, any episode, any part of the episode and you be laughing and you don't need to know everything that's happened in past episodes which is really cool I love those type of shows but I'd never sat down and watched it you know from front to back so that's what I've been doing and it's been so helpful 
it's just one of those things that makes me feel really good, makes me laugh, and kind of just distracts me from any stresses or worries I might have because I am the biggest overthinker. And specifically with the last month, month and a half, two months, that has been a real, <laughs> a real bad habit I've been trying to, you know, change <laughs> um, and not feed into as much. So that's what's been getting me through a little bit, not going to lie. Another thing that helped me get through the last little bit was I went home. I hadn't been home or been back in the Bay in almost like five months. Although I love LA, although I loved Hawaii, I am a Bay girl through and through. And I love where I grew up. I love my little corner of the world. So much is always changing in the Bay, specifically gentrification, new buildings, new restaurants knew everything right knew everything but it's very comforting going back to my little <laughs> my little corner in the east bay area because although a lot has changed there's also a lot that hasn't and it feels like it's just kind of like a a stop in time i go back and i feel like i'm five like i'm seven like i'm 10 like i'm 15 like i'm 19 years old again it brings me a sense of peace and comfort and i love that and more importantly i love my parents and i love my baby brother and i love my perrito marco um and everyone was home i didn't know how badly i needed to see all my people in the same room again um i was so emotional that whole week and a half i was just crying tears of joy tears of happiness um and I just had missed my baby brother I had missed my parents I'd missed my dog and that might sound really silly to some of y'all but I am a family girl through and through and to me that's free therapy spending time with my parents watching a movie going on a walk with my brother and my dog that is like my happy place in the world and it doesn't take a lot to make me happy but that Ooh, instant serotonin boost. I'm telling you. Um, I saw my best friend Sequoia, who I always talk about on here. And I'm letting y'all know I'm going home again and she's coming down here. So between one of those trips, an episode will be recorded. Y'all will get to hear and have some Koya time. It was like medicine in a trip. I loved it. I can't wait to go back again. And yeah. So indeed, modern family my family and my loved ones in general got me through the last little bit and although I put in a lot of work for myself I heavily depend on the people around me to also pull me out of these ruts and I think that's really okay to say it's okay to need other people to lean on other people to receive love from other people and I did want to shed some light although now it's June that May was Mental Health Awareness Month, and it was indeed the hardest month of the year for me. So to anyone out there with anything, with anxiety, with depression, anything in between, you are not any less than if you need other people, if you want to talk to a therapist, if you need extra support from your friends, your family, from your community, that is totally okay, and it is normal. And yeah, I just want you to know that your feelings are valid, your emotions and what you're going through 
is completely normal and natural and not anything to be ashamed of and if you don't have that if you don't have that you know support group of community of your loved ones i want you to know that i'm here for you and even if it's just through episodes or if you want to talk I'm also here for you. I have my DMs open and my email is always there. But in lighter and happier news, happy Pride, everybody. It's June. June is one of my favorite months of the year, not only because it gets a little sunnier, it feels more summery, but also because it's Pride Month. (laughs) So for all my girls who love girls, to my boys who love boys, to my trans, two-spirit, queer, non-binary cuties out there, and to my babes who aren't out, you are so loved and celebrated and have 100% of support from me. And I hope you know you are so worthy of the love that you receive and you deserve to take this month and not only this month but every day 365 days out of the motherfucking year to celebrate yourself and your sexuality and the love you share with another person the love you share with people in your community i've been surrounded by so many amazing people in the lgbtq plus community my entire life and it's meant so much to me I don't know who I'd be without a lot of these people. With all that, we got the zoomies out the way. We got the real talks out the way. We got the celebrations. Let's get into this episode. (laughs) Since it's been a minute and since also summer is coming up, I wanted to focus this episode on confidence and love and acceptance of yourself as a whole. Because hot girl summer is that for me. It is not about anything else but loving and accepting and just being your authentic self. And I think that's really important for everyone to work on. I can't thank y'all enough for giving me new ideas and just topics you guys need help on. So today is going to be all about what has aided me how I manage insecurities and practices that just bring me closer to myself, like affirmations and journal prompts and everything in between that. So yeah, let's get into it. So first things first, and this is something that I love seeing other people do. It brings me the utmost joy, but it's affirmations. It's so, so, so important to be kind to yourself. And the way that you speak to yourself is incredibly important i've gone through different chapters and overall seasons in my life where i was really hard on myself where i was very mean to myself more than anything and i think something that has genuinely helped me gain confidence in every and any space i walk into is the way i talk to myself the way i view myself and also just having a gentler perspective with how you view who you are and what you're going through when it comes to affirmations I do want to say that I'm incredibly grateful to my parents for raising me in a very self-lovey ass household um I'd always grown up knowing the importance of manifestation knowing the importance of 
talking to yourself in a kind light and affirmations kind of just came along with that so I'd always be as a kid I'd be walking around being like I am cool I am kind I'm I love my hair (laughs) and it brings me so much to have those memories attached to you know my childhood Um, but I did go through a period in my life in middle school and early high school years where I just completely threw that out the window and I didn't really talk to myself like that but when I hit my later high school years and really during college is when affirmations became a part of my daily routine again one little piece of advice I'll give y'all because I know it can feel a little silly talking to yourself and looking at yourself in the mirror and saying these things but again having a gentler perspective and realizing that you deserve to be talked to in the nicest way possible I look at it in a way that it's like I'm talking to a friend because all my girlfriends everyone I think in my life can attest to this but I love to big people up in my life and I think all people who love other people can say that I look at my best friends and I say you are beautiful you are kind you are so talented you are amazing and it means so much to them why should I not talk to myself in that same regard so that's something that aided me with kind of getting over that feeling of it being silly Um, But also consistency, doing it every day or doing it when you have a little break in your workload or in school, it can make the absolute difference. So some of the ones that help me and I feel like have been a part of routine for as long as I can remember at this point is ones like I'm capable, I'm smart, I'm kind, I am rich I am powerful I'm beautiful I'm loved I'm abundant and before we move on I do want to be real specific with it when I say I am rich I grew up in a household and also in a community where rich doesn't always equate to your money I grew up with my parents talking about being rich with love rich with support rich with kindness and love and everything in between right so when I say I'm rich or I'm full that's kind of what I'm leaning towards but yeah it really does do so much for how you view and how you treat yourself and as I said if you look at the people around you and the way that you treat and love and care for the people around you you deserve that same love and kindness and hype man and I think everyone should be their biggest hype man (laughs) um but yeah that's one of those things that's so powerful to me and has been the biggest game changer ever so yeah so anyone who knows me personally knows I'm always writing if it's on my phone in my notes if it's in my journal if it's on my hand bitch like I am I'm writing and I think it's just because I'm a very visual person. I love things like Pinterest, but for me, having lists and writing things down makes my brain feel a lot less messy. 
And when I'm feeling low or not like the most confident version of myself, I always go and grab my notebook and I do a few things. I will write a pep talk for myself because although it does help to talk to myself in the mirror to, you know, tell myself all these amazing things, I think it's also really beautiful to have something tangible to look back on and be like, oh, dang, I am all these things. And to also see like what a past version of myself said and my perspective has changed on how I need to talk to myself. Um, I don't know. That's one of those things that's always helped me. So if it's you are kind and you help people cross the street, if it's you make really good playlists for your friends, if it's you are getting a lot better at confrontation and I'm proud of you. If it's any of those things, anything after that, anything before that. Another thing on kind of a a deeper level that's also helped me is writing letters to younger versions of myself and what I think they'd need to hear or something I want to forgive myself for or just kind of, you know, let them know that this is what's happened in life and in this chapter of life and that you've accomplished certain things um, whether they saw it happening for you or not Um, I think it's a really sweet thing I've done it for many different versions of myself and it feels really healing and not only that it's another thing you get to look back on and be like wow I didn't know how much I needed that until I did it. Another thing that's really easy, it can take a few minutes to do, but takes a little bit of thinking is just like little confidence boost questions like what and when do you feel good about yourself? What makes you feel good about yourself? What's qualities about yourself that you like and that you feel proud of? What's something that you've done in the last like month that you are really proud of stuff like that makes you feel really good and I think it's really easy to focus on what hasn't happened or what you are planning to happen when girl you've done all these amazing things focus on that for a second give yourself a little pat on the back applaud yourself for what you've done for your accomplishments And then we can move on. But take a minute, celebrate yourself. I think that's just really fucking important. Another general prompt that's helped me, and I've realized to do it, I do it like once every like year and a half, two years, um, when I'm in like a really bad funk or whatever, or I'm just kind of down in the dumps, or I don't feel like the best version of myself. I write a 2.0 version of myself. Does that make sense? I'm going to explain it a little bit better. Although for a lot of my journal prompts, I celebrate and applaud my accomplishments. Sometimes I think it's really good and important to acknowledge what you do want to become or what you do want to happen in the future. So I do that and it's kind of a form of manifestation, I guess. It's a nice little thing to kind of look back on and be like, that's happened or oh my god, this is happening or it's about to happen writing things in the present tense of a different version of yourself that might come in a couple months or in six months or a year or two years from now sophia 2.0 is traveling she is making a whole bunch of money she is 
going on brand trips. She is writing her book. She is engaged or married or has, you know, has a club. I I don't know, but literally write whatever you want to happen, whatever qualities you want to embrace or kind of tap into more. Although I don't always check off everything on that 2.0 version of myself list, it's really cool to see the parts of myself that have changed or I have developed and grown into. And yeah, that makes me feel really confident and not only confident, but excited for the future and the future version of me that's going to kind of bloom into another version of an amazing person. (laughs) And lastly, aside from journaling and aside from affirmations, just little daily shit that also brings me confidence is things like being active. I go on runs a few times a week. Me as like a little person, I am very small. I'm 4'11". That just makes me feel really fast and really good and confident in myself. Um, When I'm home in the Bay, I love going on hikes with my family. My dad works a job that means he's very physically active. Um, So I love going to work with him, trying to help him out with like little projects at work, around the house. Um, And in Hawaii, I am a hiking girl. I am a beach girl. I love to swim. I love to go on hikes and then swim. Going outside, seeing the sun, being connected to the world and nature around me brings me the utmost joy and also just makes me feel like really fucking confident really strong really powerful another thing that makes me feel really confident in myself and not only in myself but in like the people around me is hanging out with my girlfriends i am so fucking proud and happy of the people around me and specifically the women and the feminine energy around me i love to be with other women i think it's just really important to celebrate little things like that and honor your friendships celebrate your friendships and hanging out with my girlfriends just makes me feel really confident in myself and in that sisterhood and i think that's really fucking special another thing is not specific to me but just an overall tip for anyone out there who just wants to feel a little bit more in touch and confident in themselves is doing things that they love and I feel like that's often easier said than done because I find it hard sometimes to answer the question of what hobbies do you have I write and I hang out with my loved ones and I go on runs but hobbies and doing things you love are kind of hand-in-hand tandem and for me although I don't say it's strangers I love to dance around my house with my headphones on blasting Chloe and Hallie blasting Beyonce blasting musicals blasting Paramore Panic at the Disco every fucking album from Lin-Manuel Miranda's discography I'm in that okay and just performing like 
I'm at the Super Bowl and everyone's depending on me to put on a fucking show, okay? That is one of those things that just makes me feel really confident. And poetry's just always been an outlet for me. I love it. I don't always talk about it, um, but I am really proud of the accomplishments I've had with my poetry. Um, so kind of tapping into that every now and again when I feel low or even when I feel really good it's really cool to tap into a creative outlet that you love so much and that has been there for you for so long it's seen me through so many different versions and um different sophie i like to be very organized so pinterest is my favorite app in the whole wide world i love getting on pinterest making different folders whether if it's for you know fitness if it's for recipes i want to try if it's for makeup i want to maybe put on one day if it's for outfits for me my little otd tab on pinterest oh my goodness i love it so much it's my favorite place in the world anything that strikes your fancy do it on pinterest make a little board for it um it's like my little happy space i'm telling you right now I go on there and all my worries fade away. For me, something that makes me feel really confident is how I dress and how I take care of my hair and my skin. Um, for me, I, as I've talked about on here many a times, I have really big, curly, coarse hair and she's real thick ohms. So taking care of my hair, oiling it, giving myself the time to wash it thoroughly and to put products in that my hair soaks up and loves and it works with makes me feel really confident. I love having my hair down and when it looks good and it's out and it's flowing, I feel like the most authentic version of myself and I'm, I feel like I'm healing teenage me from all the keratin, straightening, dying that I did for so long. And I just feel really proud of it. For my skin, I am a big advocate for taking care of your skin and being a skincare girly is like the best and most, I don't know, fun version of self-care. If it's putting on a mask, if it's taking those like 15, 20 minutes to do your skin, to gua sha, to put pimple patches on, to, you know, just massage lotions and oils and whatever's into your skin. I love it. It's my favorite part in the morning. It's my favorite part at night. And I don't know. I love being a little like <laughs> glowy baby. So that makes me feel really good. Oh, I said outfits. I went to school where I had a really strict dress code. And if not a dress code, I had a uniform. So I didn't really tap into what I wanted or liked to dress like until probably a year and a half maybe two years ago I also went to college in Hawaii if y'all are new here hello hi how are you I lived on Oahu Hawaii and I loved it but even when I was there I was in a sarong and slippers and a bikini six out of seven other days of the week and if not that I was in a big shirt with a bikini underneath I was very much just at the beach at work and at school so didn't really have to dress to impress too much and I didn't better best believe I did not <laughs> so 
probably in the last year and a half, I've started to kind of grow a closet I'm really proud of and I feel confident in everything that's in there and I like to wear I've definitely gotten pieces probably in the last six months that feel out of my comfort zone but feel like a version of myself I want to tap into and yeah I feel like although a lot of my confidence comes from who I am on the inside I definitely don't think it's a bad thing to feel confident on who you are on the outside and take care of her as well um so yeah I feel real good with how I've been dressing lately I love it y'all I just got overall I feel ah, I'm so excited for the summer oh my goodness but yeah make your Pinterest tabs of what you want of how you want to dress of you know workouts you want to do of things you want to cook of makeup you want to try, of hairstyles you want to do, anything and everything. Pinterest is there and she's there for you. (laughs) And that's where we'll conclude today's cutie little episode. Thank y'all so much for listening. If y'all want to share or listen to the podcast on any other platform, we are on every and any podcasting streaming platform, which feels like such an honor and such a privilege to say. Some of my favorites are Anchor, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. But if y'all want to listen to it on any other of our podcasting streaming platforms, you can find that in our link on our website. We have um, a website, which is really cool to say, and I kind of forgot about it, but she will be updated with many more blogs and with many more just updates that aren't found on an episode. If y'all want to find any other updates and keep up with any behind the scenes things of the podcast, our Instagram is Brown E Bonita. That's B-R-O-W-N-Y-B-O-N-I-T-A. I put a lot of polls and Google forms on there and kind of just talk to y'all on there when I'm not talking to y'all here. And aside from that, please share today's episode. Um, I love getting emails or DMs from y'all saying, I shared it with my grandma and she really liked it. Or I I shared it with my cousin who's starting high school and she really connected to this part of your episode. It just brings me a lot of joy because Brown and Bonita podcast spans along every and any age group. I'm telling y'all, okay, share it with your crazy ass tias with your little cousins, with your grandmas, with your moms, with your friends, with every and anyone you can. Um, And aside from all that, I hope you have an amazing rest of your June, an amazing start to your summer, and I will be talking to y'all very, very soon. Thanks for listening. Bye!